What's up, guys? Welcome back to Dining Hall Hours, the podcast that brings you historical events and boring topics. Imagine? Dude, that would be awful. Nah, we're cool with it. We have the young and hip lifestyle on here. I'm Bree. And I'm Alexa. And today we are going to get into a mixture of pop culture events, the things that need to be discussed, maybe a little bit of a Kardashian, celebrity pregnancies, you know the vibe. Let's Uh, call it the pop culture roundtable. Love that. Yes. You know, pop culture is, is such a significant thing in Alexa and I's everyday life. Yes. It really um, it keeps us mo- like motivated. It gets me out of bed in the morning. So it's the thing I look forward to every single day when I open my social media apps. The days that I do, I'm yes. like, what What is Kanye up to today? Oh man, that man. We will be discussing it. <laughs> yes. Before we get into Kanye and all his antics, I want to know how you're doing because you are the light of my pop culture. Wow. Um. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> It's okay, guys. Honestly, it's it's late on a Tuesday night, or late for Bree and I, anyway. So let me tell you, Bree. So this week, I'm I tried a new recipe, and for all of those um, dining hall hour fans who have been keeping up with the podcast, if you've been listening, I think I complained last episode about how my chicken didn't come out that great. Well, I lied. My chicken came out actually phenomenal. The- what? Yes. The way that you made it when we were making the pod? Yeah, it was very good. I think what I'm not very good at when it comes to cooking is like reducing a sauce. Mm-hmm. So like it's very hard to get the right texture sometimes. And for some reason, I couldn't get the right texture, but the taste was there. Okay. So anyway, this afternoon, I was also cooking another dish. It was um, peanut sauce on like these whole wheat noodles. I know it sounds a little bit weird, but... Um, it's really good. If you like um, like the peanut sauce that you dip um, spring rolls into, mm-hmm. imagine that, but on a whole like noodle dish. Anyway. Interesting. So, so as I was cooking this, I had like just random thoughts. I don't know if any of you can relate. Maybe you have these thoughts while you're showering. I have them while I'm cooking. So one of them is, um, I've shared these thoughts with Jaime before, but I was thinking about it again. Um, so the other day, we were discussing how we talk about a lot of other couples, and I was wondering if other couples talk about us. So, Bree, my question to you is, do you and Finn talk about other couples together? Nonstop. Every day we'd be like, Alexa and Jaime, what are they doing, dude? Like, they don't know how to be in a relationship. Jaime's not showing Alexa the proper love. Alexa yells at Jaime every single day. Okay. Also, not true, guys. But I don't know. I was just thinking that, like, we're—it's it, not like we're talking bad about people. We're just like talking about other couples. We'll just be like, oh, like, um, Brie and Finn, or like my cousin, like Bianca and Zach, or you know what I'm saying? Like, we just talk about them and like their lives and how they're doing. And I was wondering if that's like a normal thing amongst couples. Most definitely. And I also think that I have a perfect example because. This weekend, Finn and I um, went to a brewery on Saturday, mm-hmm. and he invited his sister, who is married, and she was like, no, I don't want to go. Like, my bridal party is this Saturday. I can't risk getting COVID, and, and her husband was feeling sick, and like all these oh. excuses, right? Uh-huh. So then as we were leaving, 
Finn and I were like, wow, like they go to bed at 7 p.m. They never do anything. Like we're fun and this and that. So yeah, definitely. Literally, Jaime and I said the same thing. We're like, why do people like hanging out with us? We're super freaking cool. Like, have people been rejecting your invitations? What's going on? So mostly Jazz rejects our invitations. But <laughs> that being said, the thing is, I a lot of well, to be quite frank, most of my like girlfriends are basically not in San Diego. Like you're up north, Alice basically down south. Um, <laughs> and, and that's the extent of my girlfriends. So that being said, um, we have mostly Hymas friends, which a, lo- a lot of them are my friends too. But uh, I don't know. We're, they're just like on different wavelengths. Like they're cool and all, but um, that's why I'm really excited for Kyle and Eric to move down here because I feel like then I'll have like more friends to talk to, hang out with. Are they, are Kyle and Eric going to be like your go-to couple? Yeah, they're not dating guys, but um, we love hanging out with them. Like we've traveled with them um, a few times now and I feel like that'd be super cool. But yeah, Jaime and I always trying to find people to hang out with that we can tolerate for more than an hour. So if you're in the greater Los, Los Angeles, greater San Diego area and you want a really good, let's sell yourself. Like what is good about you? What are the things you like to do? Oh my goodness. Okay. So I am a very intellectual human being. Yes. Preach. Yeah. That Jaime and I have some riveting conversations about things such as pop culture. Mm -hmm. Pop culture. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where it ends. (laughs) And that's where it ends. We also talk about work, our co-workers, Mm -hmm. our commutes to work. And that's, about <laughs> and that's about the extent not nah, but in all honesty look i am a gal of many talents i feel like i'm very entertaining i know how to um, maintain a conversation i know a lot of really good food and coffee places here in san diego i feel like just the food recommendations and like what i know about that is enough that's really all we need well, if it makes you feel any better, I if I were in San Diego right now, I would like to hang out with you and Jaime. Thank you, friend. I know that you and Finn would be great companions to both Jaime and I, but you guys are very far. So, mm-hmm. But, I mean, you guys are winners. I hope you guys find your perfect go-to couple to hang out with. It's okay. It'll happen. You know, like, good things take time. Well, friend. I really appreciate this. It was a great topic starter. Maybe we'll throw this into like our Instagram where we ask people, like, do y'all talk about other couples or is it just us? Yeah. Um, Honestly, thank you for letting me ramble. I mean, it is a random rambles episode, so I just thought it was fitting. Very fitting. We're in the mood. And now we're going to jump right into our main dish, pop culture. The first topic, first and foremost, is the Super Bowl. I don't even know what number it is. Super Bowl 50 something? 60? I don't know. You're asking the wrong girl. I was going to ask you. (laughs) Whatever Super Bowl just happened on February 13, 2022, that's the one we're talking about. Okay. (laughs) We're going to talk about the important stuff because number one, don't even get me started on the teams that made it. All right. Lowest seeded competition (laughs) in (laughs) history. So is it really? Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, I don't keep up with football. I wanted to see Patrick Mahomey up in um Bruce oh, no, girl, dude, no, you don't even know. It's it's because you're not cultured enough to go on TikTok, but Mahomes is the hatest 
the most the hated family in football right now because of Jackson Mahomes and Brittany. Oh you know, yeah, she's she's annoying, but um, I don't know like the extent to which they've done things. I hear they're very annoying, but I like Patrick Mahomes. Like he seems like such a cool guy. Like, he seems like the guy who's like holding the TikTok while like Brittany and Jackson are like dancing. You know, yeah. Like he puts he puts up with them. He puts food on their table. No, he definitely seems like a great guy. He's obviously a very talented football player. He just the people that are around him, I don't know. And and it's not his fault, you know? It's it's really not. I mean, imagine you have a brother like Jackson, like you can get rid of friends, but you can't get rid of family. You so. can't help who you're born with, but you can choose your wife and mm, maybe yeah. she's a great gal behind closed doors. Maybe she's just annoying, but I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. True, you're right. So I th- the first subsegment that we had was um, Super Bowl halftime show. Your thoughts? Okay, so let me say this, friends. I am not qualified to speak on this genre of music because I don't really listen to hip hop, rap, R and B. Uh, so I just feel like I'm not qualified. But that being said, I as a neutral observer, I mm-hmm. thought it was great. I thought all those like I knew who all those artists were and I think they're all very talented in their respective realms Mm -hmm. and I did know many of the songs just because they're like classics um I thought the layout was great everyone looked very good I just was it was it was all right for me like it was a good halftime show I feel like a lot of people really liked it but just because it's not music I typically listen to I wasn't like super hyped about it yeah I I feel that I understand your perspective what about you though um, as a fan of the actual music and all five, six of the artists, um, I, I think I was expecting a little bit more. Don't get me wrong. It was great. I loved every minute of it, but also like the anticipation and the promo that they put out. I thought it was going to be like this crazy great show uh-huh. with all these like lights and dancers and fireworks. And in terms of like, choreography i was a little bit underwhelmed but Mm -hmm. what made up for it was the song choices except okay first of all mary j blige has so many good songs but she chose her first song good classic everybody knows it family affairs the second one i'm not too familiar with it because i think that one was a little bit ahead of even like my mom's time but i think her second her second song choice could have been better apparently she also has a song with dr dre so they could have done more of that like combination because dre sang with snoop and he sang with eminem he could have sang with mary as well also kendrick's part i think was the best choreography it was so small it was tiny but all of his dancers and like the use of the boxes got me like super hype versus I don't know the people when 50 cent was upside down and like the people in his box were just kind of dancing around it didn't seem as big of a production yeah I think also I I was thinking the way they hyped it up like I do agree with you there Uh, I was expecting like a Beyonce level performance like Beyonce's halftime performance and I'm not even like a huge Beyonce fan but her halftime show performance was incredible like the choreography like the the attire, everything was incredible. And I, I thought, yeah, I, I, I guess when you compare it, it was a little bit underwhelming. And a lot of people were also saying like Eminem only got to sing like one song or rap one song and stuff. So mm-hmm. that kind of sucked. 
And yeah, I did. I, it would have been cool. They would have like dropped a new song of all of them collaborating. I don't know. I was expecting something like that. But then again, it's a Super Bowl. So you don't really you want to do things that um, people are familiar with. Yeah. Also, I felt like the stage setup was pretty lazy. They It was very one-sided, so an entire oh, half yeah. of the stadium literally didn't even get to see it. And I'm like, why would they add a wall on the other side? Why wouldn't they just kind of make it two-sided? So even if you're just seeing their backs, at least you're seeing something. That's true. Know. Yeah, I agree. Um, so your overall rating, friend, what would you say out of 10? Um, I would say 8 out of 10. Okay. I'm going to go with seven, but this is just because, again, don't resonate with the music too much. And now that you've brought up all these topics about the stage setup, about the performances, the dancing, it decreased my score from like a 7.5 to a seven. Yes. <laughs> Fair. I, I mean, do better. Like, uh, it's the Super Bowl. You bring out all the stops. And and again, I'm as hard on other performances as well. The weekend, psh, I would have given him like a 7.2 if we were rating this last year. Yeah, that the whole stage setup with the weekend was a little bit weird, but I think they were trying to be like super careful because of COVID. So mm -hmm. I don't know, but I did know all of his songs. So maybe I'd give him like a 7.6. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to celebrity appearances. Oh, there was a lot. I think um, who were uh, who were you most impressed by? Or not? I guess not impressed by because I mean it's LA. There's going to be a ton of celebrities, but mm -hmm. who were you most happy or excited to see there? Northwest. That yeah, that was an interesting one. I wouldn't expect. I didn't think she'd be there. <laughs> so, who was your most surprising celebrity appearance? I guess it wasn't very surprising to me, but it was interesting to see uh, J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Oh, God. The shot of them dancing together. Yeah. And then there was like, um, apparently A-Rod was also there, but probably on like the other side <laughs> of the stadium. First of all, J-Lo and Ben, I don't ship it. I don't think that they should be together. I think it's very weird how she was just engaged to A-Rod and now she's like in a relationship with Ben, the supposed love of her life. So weird. Look, I have nothing against her rebounding really quick, but I think because it's such a quick rebound, it's going to take me some time to like get used to it mm -hmm. just because I really shipped Ben Affleck with um, Anna de Armas. Oh, yeah. They were cute. Yeah. I really like them together. So that's why to me, I'm just like, oh, like, you know, they're cute. Like, I have nothing against them. I mean, rebound away, girl. But wait, but did you hear the theory that Ben and Anna was very much like a publicity stunt? Really? Yeah. Like, I saw this video of them, like, you know how they got those like cheesy shots hugging by the trash can? Yeah. Like immediately after they like let go and it was like hella awkward. Kind of like the Kim and Pete where like Kim is holding Pete's hand and and then as soon as the car blocks their view, they let go immediately. So they're doing these things for the shot. That's so interesting to me because Ben Affleck doesn't seem like the type to do something for a publicity stunt. But then again, I mean, they have publicists, so. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Yeah, but I mean, there was a lot of people there, though. I think who else was there? Um, LeBron Justin James. Bieber, LeBron James. Um, the rock of course mm -hmm. uh, yeah just like a ton of people they uh like i said i was kind of watching on and off as i was reading emails but <laughs> <laughs> but i th those were like the few people i saw but i'm assuming there was like way more yeah there was tons i think like jay-z 
Kendall Jenner. Um, nah, I forget. There's so many. Yeah. But on that note, um, what did you think about the actual game? Well, I will say that the game was actually really good. Um, definitely intense. And I figured that it was going to be a decently scoring game because I know that the defense on both teams is like bleh. But mm-hmm. um, I felt bad for Joe Burrow because his offensive line just wasn't protecting him. He got sacked so many times. Yeah. Um, I felt bad for Joe Burrow because, you know, he's a youngin. He's mm-hmm. a young guy. And then uh, that is it the running back? Um, well, he's also he's a rookie. And I thought that was so cute. But at the same time, and again, this is my very like superficial opinion because I don't know too much about these things other than like what Hymas told me. But I feel like it's cool for Stafford because he apparently was with the Lions for like forever and they just like lost, lost, lost. And like he's going to be out of the game before Joe Burrow is. Yeah. So it was nice that he got a win after a long streak of losing. And like I think Joe Burrow is like not going anywhere anytime soon. So he'll have time to develop into this phenomenal player. And I think I don't know, actually, but I hope we see him in the Super Bowl again in the future. Oh, for sure. You bring up a good point because, yeah, Stafford is old. He spent a lot of seasons with the Lions and his record was terrible because he had a terrible team. But he was he's definitely a good player on his own. Um, my grandpa's a Lions fan, by the way. So that's why I was like, yeah, he has a I guess I, I might be indifferent towards Stafford or whatever. But Joe Burrow has a long, long, long career ahead of him. He definitely will make it to the Super Bowl. I'm hoping he wins with the Bengals because you know the Bengals have never won the Super Bowl. They never? No. Yeah, they've oh. never won. The Rams, I think, be prior to this had won once, but the Bengals have never. So I'm hoping he can get them a win. Um, that'd be pretty cool. And like he's from Ohio, so that'd be pretty sweet to bring like the the trophy home. But yeah. Overall, friend, are you happy for L.A. that they won? Which is funny, right? Because you're like a big L.A. fan. You love the Lakers, you love the Dodgers, but I know you're a 49ers fan. So how do you feel as a 49ers fan about L.A. winning? Personally, I'm not happy for them. I think the NFL is rigged. I think it's convenient how L.A. won at their home stadium of SoFi. Uh, I don't really like Aaron Donald that much because, I mean, he's a good player for sure. And he probably should win a Super Bowl ring within his frame but like I've uh, he was giving me like cocky vibes like oh we're gonna win this like I told my daughter we're gonna win it's like bro it's 50 50 chance um so and then another topic of conversation is Hannah B from Peter season no not Hannah B Hannah Ann sorry it's too many Hannahs yeah Hannah Ann from Peter season is dating somebody from the Rams who actually I'm not familiar with I think his name's Kurt or something she literally went to the Super Bowl got to do all the things she's like riding this cloud and i'm like oh oh no no honestly we're not even gonna give hannah ann any more time hannah ann i'm over you i don't care too much about you i wish you well but i don't (laughs) want to talk about you anymore (laughs) but anyways are are you happy for the little rams uh i am i was telling Probably Hyman. I don't remember who I told this to, but I think it's cool because so the Rams don't have a very strong fan base. Um, none of the team, none of the football teams in LA do uh, since they took the Chargers from San Diego and they mm-hmm. took the Rams from St. Louis. But um, I think it'd be cool for like the fan base to kind of rebuild itself. So that's why I feel like it's pretty great. And then 
again, I'm just happy for Stafford. Like he seems like a really nice guy. I, I really like when people get what they deserve and it seemed like he deserved a win. Um, quite frankly, I'm a little bit happy now that Sundays won't be consumed by football. Uh, so I, I'm just happy. <laughs> I love that. I see in our notes that we have the Reynoso viral TikTok. What is yes. this? Okay. So I'm so excited to talk about this. So, um, Jaime's brother, uh, he made a TikTok before anyone had arrived to the Reynoso household because that's where they were hosting the Super Bowl party. Uh-huh. So he made a TikTok of recording his cousin, like, and his cousin's just standing there in the backyard alone with like all the food and the and the beer and stuff. And he's like, uh, the TikTok says like, my cousin threw a Super Bowl party and nobody showed up. Okay, oh, uh-huh. so. This thing went viral, Brie. It has over 1.2 million views. No. Yes. And people um, in the comments are going crazy like, oh, like, I'll sh- I would have showed up, like, blah, blah, blah. He's- and then people are like, yeah, this was my first year watching the Super Bowl alone. <laughs> Dude, so- why haven't you sent this to me? Oh, I'll send it to you guys right now. I actually have... um. I'll have Jazz posted on our Dining Hall Hours uh, Instagram so you guys can see it. But if you guys want to go check out the the post itself. So he changed his username to Go Browns uh, 696969. Oh, my God. Because uh, Sammy, Jaime's cousin, who was in the video, was wearing like a, a Browns jersey. But the back of the Browns jersey said horny. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's like it's like a joke, right? But anyway, people took this TikTok very seriously. Like it, it has over like twenty eight thousand likes and like over a million views. Like it's just wild, and we're all just laughing about it because like it was a joke, dude. That's so great. There, uh, there's so many layers to this story. So first yeah. of all, <laughs> but that's awesome. Yeah. So I'll I'll like send it to you, friend, and I'll put it on the Instagram. But yeah, it was like the funniest thing, and like we still go on it now, and like there's just more and more views. Dude, they're gonna be famous. This is how we we will ride the wave. Tell oh, all yes. his followers and comments. Dining to... hall hours. You're right. We yes. need to use this clout. Uh huh. So immediately after this, he should post like a <gasps> he should post a TikTok of being like. Dang, nobody listens to this podcast. Like, and then maybe people feel bad for us, dude. Marketing genius. Or, or we have them on the podcast, and we tell tell them to tell us the story behind the TikTok. Yes, yes, and we'll be like, if you want to know more, listen to this episode of Dining Hall Hours. Gold. Um- Next week when you guys tune in, we're already going to be famous. So listen or not, we don't care. We do care, please. <laughs> please keep listening. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I guess to wrap up the Super Bowl topic, friend, another uh, conversation starter that we had, or I should say hi, man, I had, <laughs> um, on the day of the Super Bowl was, should the day after the Super Bowl be a holiday? Well, first of all, for those lucky enough to work in the school system or whatever, it was already a holiday this year. I know typically, yeah, you didn't have Monday off, dude? No. My brother, my sister, my mom, everybody and their moms had it off besides me. What holiday? Isn't it like President's Day and then one day? That's next week. Okay, it's Lincoln's birthday. Okay. Yeah, dude, I swear. Y'all didn't get it off? No, what the heck? UCSD, give me a day off. Dang, they're robbing you. Yeah, because a lot of people did have it off. 
Um, but typically, yes, in the past, it's not it's not a three day weekend. And I honestly, companies, listen to me. You should give people the day off after the Super Bowl. You know why? Because seventy five point three seven nine percent of the population calls in sick. Did I sound like really professional on that one? Did you make that up? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. I thought you had some legit stats. I was like, damn, she prepared. I know your face was like, dang, like that's really good. (laughs) But a lot of people do call in sick the day after the Super Bowl because they're hungover, because they're tired. They don't want to go into work. Okay. And the other 25% of people that do go into work they're not they're not talking about work. Nobody's doing deadlines, nobody's solving problems. They're talking about the Super Bowl. They're talking about, oh, did you like 50 Cent or did you like Eminem? Oh, Kendrick, oh, this. They are not being productive. So yes. yes. And you know, Brie only gives us facts here. Statistician. Only facts. <laughs> verified, facts. triple, double verified. Like nobody can dispute this. Exactly. Um, so it's funny because I I was thinking like, yeah, it should definitely be a holiday. I think it's like a ridiculous amount of people, like actually like 35% of the population in the U.S. This is an actual fact. Okay, guys. (laughs) I was like, don't hit me with the numbers right now. No, no, I'm serious. I actually know this one. I read Uh it on the Morning Brew. Um, They should um, sponsor this podcast. Uh, anyway, on the morning brew, it says that 35% of the population in the U.S. watches the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's a significant amount of people, like a ridiculous amount of people. And I thought or think, I don't know, I'm not, I'm very unsure of where I stand with this, but um, like it would be cool if they had the day off that way, like you can rest up. And like I use Sundays as my reset day for the mm-hmm. week. And I'm assuming a lot of people do the same thing. And if you are prepping for a Super Bowl party, like you are most likely not resetting your week that being said um you know the wellness person that i am zen af um i think that it should be a holiday but jaime brought up an interesting point when we were discussing this he was saying that would having monday as a holiday increase the prevalence of drunk driving i don't know the correlation but i don't know if it's like maybe because maybe i don't know how many people drink on the day of the super bowl i'm assuming a lot of them do mm-hmm. but if you if like you work on monday you're most uh, i think most people probably won't get like plastered on sunday yeah so would ha- making it a holiday increase the amount of people drunk driving i would have to disagree with the whole like because people know that they have work on monday they're not gonna drink i think people still drink no matter what but maybe they don't drink like as much like you don't drink on a Sunday as much as you drink on a Saturday, right? Yeah. I mean, I know it's a Super Bowl, but like you, for example, like I, I feel like you drink in moderation, friend. Me, the alcoholic? <laughs> no, Bree's not an alcoholic, but I feel like Bree does drink, obviously. Um, So would it, I'm assuming you didn't drink as much as you would have drank on a Saturday. Yeah, that's true. I I did I didn't drink at all because I'm like, oh, tomorrow's Monday. What's the point of me getting drunk for me to just have to go to work tomorrow? Yeah, I'm just saying that. But if it was, let's say it was a holiday on Monday, would oh, you have drank? Oh, for sure, I would have been drinking. And that's what I'm saying. So like, I'm not saying everybody and I'm not saying this is just like a theory. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hypothesis, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe more people would drink. Well, I think we would have to look into this like on, on a baseline of 
is Saturday night the day with the most drunk driving incidents, right? Because the majority of the population has a traditional Saturday and Sunday off. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're proposing that like most people drink because they know they don't have to like work tomorrow, then the studies or the data would like kind of have to show that we would have the most drunk drivings on Saturdays. But then that doesn't account for the people that have like different days off and it might not even be a factor at all. Maybe people drunk drive on Wednesdays and they just have issues, you know? Yeah. These are just speculations, friends. Yeah. Pure theories for funsies, but let us know what you think. Um, should the Super Bowl, the day after the Super Bowl, be a holiday? We'll add this as one of the, of the uh, questions this Friday. Definitely. All right. Well, super, super interesting combo. But now we have to bring it into a different segment, which is the celeb pregnancies. Because, oof, people are getting busy left and right. Yes, they are. I know. So for all you male listeners who were very invested in our Super Bowl talk, maybe this might not be the conversation you want to listen to, but I think you will because we're going to talk about people that we all know you know about. Mm-hmm. So um, also, I, think- I know a lot of people have opinions on this, whether like you're into certain celebrities or not. The names, the the decision of whether or not to like hide your pregnancy or not. I th- a lot of people weigh in on this. You're right. So let's just get to it. Um, So first and foremost, we have to talk about Kylie's second child. So if you don't know this yet, Kylie named her second child Wolf. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like the animal. Webster. W.W. Yes. What do you think, friend? So after a little bit more research, apparently Wolf is a traditional name in like some part of Europe or Scandinavia or somewhere. I don't know. Not that not that thorough of research, but she's not Scandinavian. I know she's not, but it's it's not like it's if we're talking globally, right? It might not be that weird and she might not be that unique. Because apparently a lot of people in wherever this place is are are named Wolfgang and then their nickname is Wolf. Like Wolfgang Puck. Yeah, yeah. See, this is the thing. I I think a lot about the effect that these names are going to have on these children. Of course, Kylie's children um, and their children and for generations to come will have money. Like yep. it's not like it's a concern of theirs. But like what if, for example, he doesn't want to be in the limelight. He wants to make his own living. Like I think Wolf isn't that bad. Like I think Stormy's a little bit worse. Yeah. But it's like imagine getting a resume and your name's Stormy. Like it's just I know, not gonna fly in the professional world. It's not. And I know we all try to be like, oh, we don't we don't judge based off of names. But it's true. There's a bias. Like there you're less likely to get interviewed for a job if your name is hard to pronounce. And this is Yeah, this is no, true. for sure. Do you think this is like almost like a status thing? Like all these celebrities have terrible names for their children, right? Um and it's almost like a slap in the face. Like, we can name our kids the most ridiculous name you can think of, and they're still going to be more successful and well-known and well-off than you will ever be in your life. It, I think it definitely is, because I'm just thinking of, like, celebrity names that pop to my head. So you have, like, Chris Martin's child's name, Apple. Apple. Yeah, and then, like, Stormy, and then you have Rain. And then you have North. Mm -hmm. And And this isn't exclusive to the Kardashian family either. It has been going on for forever, for decades. Yeah. 
Like, it's just like they have very strange names. And look, I think the Kardashian kids we all know will be very well off. But like some of these celebrities, like, like, for example, I mean, again, the Martins are very wealthy. Coldplay is a huge fan. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, I think a lot about like, like, what if they don't want want a, a part in the limelight you know i don't yeah. know think about your kids when you're naming them when you're planning out names think about the effect that their name would have if they're in high school like how will people like will they get bullied for their name mm-hmm. will they get interviews because their names are you know and uh, again i mean th- it's not you shouldn't name someone just because you think other people are gonna like it or it's like easy right. or anything but I mean, there's so many beautiful names out there. And I just feel like it's definitely a status, like a power play. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely ways to be unique because I feel like they're striving for the whole exclusivity of the name. There's definitely ways to be unique without being ridiculous. Absolutely. So to me, I'm just like, Wolf is all right. Um, I still don't like the name Stormy. I still don't really like the name True either. I mean, they're all beautiful children, but... I just don't like the names. Yeah, the only the only one that has grown on me is North. Yeah, I think North. Um, mostly because I I think your personality is like really cute, <laughs> but uh, but North is all right. But the other ones, like Saint, yeah, no. Mm-mm-mm. And then in other celebrity pregnancy news, uh, Shay Mitchell's expecting her second baby. Oh my god, dude! I know we talked about this off the pod, but. I was literally bawling my eyes out when I was reading Shay's post about her grandmother passing and then her also being pregnant with her second baby. Um, Shay is Shay Mitchell, Pretty Little Liar star, owner of Bays, star of TikTok. Besides all those many talents, she was also um, pretty big on YouTube. She's one of those stars that like got ahead of the game. And Within her YouTube channel, she definitely showed her relationship with her grandma. She was very close to her. I swear that she posted more videos with her grandma than her own parents. Um, So it was a pretty deep loss for her, right? And I I feel like it also kind of like hits home for me and my family because my mom, um, so my great grandma passed away on the day that my sister was born, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like my grandma's death is always the same day as my sister's birthday which can sound sad right but it's it's literally like the circle of life and like how beautiful is it that a year late like we lost someone really great in the family but then we gained somebody like just as great a year later how that works so i feel like the same is happening for shay yeah god works in mysterious ways but um i'm glad that she that she wrote that and like the way she wrote it was very well said and I mean, it's such a heartbreaking time, but it's also such a like special and joyous time. So I can see the duality of it can be very complicated, mm-hmm. but I'm so happy she shared it with all of us because I think we've been following her literally since she was on Pretty Little Liars for like almost a decade now. Yeah. So I feel like we have this like bond to her. Uh, I'm a huge I'm- fan. I love her personality, even like outside of her work. I love the the um projects that she takes on like i think Bayes is such a cool company and very fitting for her brand it absolutely is and then her and um her boyfriend matt is like they're both super i love cool. him like, <laughs> yeah they're like super great if you ever want to get to know shay mitchell a little bit more and uh her boyfriend check out their youtube or her youtube channel he comes out on there but they're like super laid back like they are the definition of cool like definitely like 
they're super awesome. So I'm really excited to see her baby because Atlas, her current baby, talking about weird baby names, um, it is beautiful. Literally uh, so, such an adorable child. Like I saw her and I'm like, literally perfect. Beautiful. Yeah, like, she, there's no not like, one bad feature on that baby. <laughs> no, she is like a poster child for Gerber just, baby. baby. Yeah, just the baby. <laughs> um, and then in other baby news, uh, Nick and Priyanka Chopra had a baby too. And like, it was just a shock to the world. They really threw that one out of like left field. Um, nobody knew that they had a surrogate. But they did hint on their um, celebrity roast. Did you see that, by the way? I was actually going to tell you. So I watched the celebrity roast, but I didn't catch. Well, I think at one point Priyanka said something about like, not yet. But like, I didn't like not yet that um, not they're not parents yet. But Mm -hmm. I didn't think too much of it. Because they had already been talking about wanting to start a family. So I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, I think that's what most people um, thought of too. Like at face value, when you're looking at that clip, if you watch it first, you, you're you not going to suspect anything. But it's until you have the context behind it and you see them pan to the brothers. Kevin looks hella stressed. He almost is like, what are you doing? Like, are you revealing our secret? You know? Yeah. And then... Nick is like I think he was like laughing because he thought like she came so close to revealing it and just their reaction alone was very telling Mm. well yeah maybe just I I was on the treadmill walking as I was (laughs) so I wasn't paying a lot much attention to their reactions I was just like oh Priyanka she's so pretty whatever whatever um but yeah, uh, on that note Brie I wanted to ask you how do you feel about celebrities hiding their pregnancies um, personally, I, I like to be involved in their pregnancy. <laughs> I have become, like, I literally have grown accustomed to like, knowing every detail about like every celebrity's life. Like, is it fair to them? No, definitely not. They deserve their privacy or whatever. But if you're going to show me everything else, like, can't we just, you know, see the bump? Like, I want to know what kind of furniture you're buying for this kid what name you're kind of thinking um like there's so uh, baby like having a baby is so interesting bring me along with it i want the content so if you were an influencer would you have like a baby diary journey of your pregnancy um see that's hard i I think i would have it maybe past the the first is it the first or second trimester whenever it's like safe to announce it because i would hate to like you know like go through the whole like a grief or whatever um Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah why not dude just show everything but you know i probably wouldn't at the same time because a lot of people like to criticize so i'd be decorating like my baby's room they'd be like that's ugly and i'd be like you're right i'm gonna go buy something else (laughs) um that's funny uh feel about this because i personally would not want to share it because i don't like sharing a lot of my life as it is yeah yeah i go on here and share all about my life (laughs) on a week-to-week basis but we control what we say that is very true yeah when you're in the limelight but then i think we talked about this like so like there's some celebrities that go years without being like seen in the limelight or Mm -hmm. like 
you don't hear about their relationships for months. Who are we talking about? Anna Kendrick and that comedian guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alexa and I have this theory. Okay. We have determined maybe the celebrities do call paparazzi on themselves because <clears throat> the number one celeb pregnancy that we haven't even discussed, Rihanna, because I know we have discussed in other episodes, but we haven't gotten into detail. First of all, her fashion game. A1, she's been really like coming out with the cute clothes. Like, just because you're pregnant doesn't mean you gotta dress ugly. Rihanna is the bidet. But Rihanna's a whole different breed. So don't feel bad if you do dress ugly and you are pregnant. Um, (laughs) Okay, what was I saying? Oh, oh, oh. For Rihanna to have the star status that she is, if you were a traditional paparazzi, you would be like waiting on the corners to find Rihanna wherever she is. But that's paparazzi don't work that way she wasn't photographed for what seven six, what do you think she was like six or seven months yeah you she know is, why she's pretty far along because she chose that route because she didn't want she wasn't calling no paparazzis she was just like chilling she probably was still going to like sephora she was probably still out and about but ain't nobody see her because she didn't want people to see her so yes theory case solved case solved a hundred percent there's no way like well, the thing is, it's hard. I think Rihanna is like an AAA list celebrity, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Top of the line. Like, like, top of the line. So if she got away with her pregnancy without being spotted for so long, even Kylie, like, people suspected it, but she didn't reveal her pregnancy until Stormy was born. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, an active choice. Like, you know, so that makes me think that a lot of these celebrities are like, oh, the paparazzi are following me. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. you're calling them yep we know that you're calling them okay and that's fine we want to see these pictures too <laughs> yeah like it's it's not we're not shaming you we're just saying admit it you know it's yeah. like when people when celebrities get work done you do you boo just let us know mm-hmm. anyway super super tangent but if you want to reveal your pregnancy to us fans Bri and i are very excited about it if you don't We'll be a little bit sad, but we respect your privacy. Yeah, ultimately, we err on the side of, like, we under- we totally understand privacy. Yeah, so it is what it is. Okay, and this wouldn't be a pop culture episode without the pop culture gods. <laughs> the, the holy trinity. <laughs> Kanye, Kim Kardashian, and Pete Davidson. Yeah, we'll add a little asterisk for Julia Fox just because to me oh. she's not she's not in the goddess realm. RIP but... to their relationship. Did you see the official breakup announcement? <laughs> you heard it here first, Alexa. Her <laughs> officials came out and like E News confirmed it or whatever. Yeah, her and her oh. friends they left with the the Birkin bags though. So damn, who's so the they, real winner? They really did win though. Watch, watch Julia Fox. She's not going anywhere, guys. Oh, she's no. gonna be around. The next billionaire that's single, she'll find him. She will find them because she's been dating billionaires her whole life. Yeah, casually, same. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. But in this week's uh, Kanye, Kim, and Pete oof, news, oof. this man went all out this weekend. I have been living for his Instagram posts. I don't follow him on Instagram, but I don't either. But I go check on him periodically just to see all of this chaos. And people are loving it. Okay, people love the drama. They love that we're getting. Yeah, because Kim's a very private person, and like we're getting insight into things that. Um, unfortunately, I wish we didn't because poor Kim, <laughs> but at the same time, it's great content. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? What is happening, friend? Um, I think, first of all, 
Kanye, he needs a lot of help. This guy is going through some things. He's claiming he wants his family back, yet he's dating other women. Um, and I honestly, is he like a marketing genius? Because supposedly he's going to have like Donda 2 coming out. And it was Super Bowl Sunday. And yet for some reason, everybody and their mom was talking about Kanye West and his antics, right? So if Kanye's good at anything, it's getting people to talk about him. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you that I feel like, in all seriousness, I think Kanye does need some mental health um, help. Yeah. Because it just seems like he's going a little off tracks. But at the same time, like, there is a fine line between, like, um, madness and, like, what is it? Genius. Madness and genius, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I think all the greatest, most, like, artistically inclined people in history have always been like a little bit like are they mad or are they a genius yeah i think um kanye is extreme or ye i guess we should be saying (laughs) um is extremely extremely talented like no one's disputing it so could he be doing this all for for more clout Mm -hmm. it's a strong possibility it is very strong like he has a lot of really big collaborations coming up He's definitely just trying to almost like deter the media's attention from Kim and Kanye to like him mm-hmm. because you don't see, I mean, Kim's always in the headlines, but you see more about like Kim, Pete and Kanye. You don't just see Kim and Pete. Yeah. So I feel like he's really trying to add oh, like, another, like make the narrative about him kind of thing. Yeah. Like he's like controlling the narrative. He's adding himself to the equation that way, rather than just thinking, oh, Kim and Pete, you're like. Kim, Pete, and Kanye. Like, I mean, just think of us in, like, this segment. Like, we literally didn't just say, like, Kim and Pete. We're like, Kim, Pete, and Kanye. Yes, yes. Dude, why, tell me why we're such great um, pop culture analysts. Like, I think we I were born know. for this. We really were. E! News, hire me. Please. I really <laughs> Alexa's be- dream is to be, like, the the showdown. Sh- like, the E! What is it called? Yeah, so I don't know if any of you guys still have Snapchat. I still do. Um, and there's this thing called The Rundown. Mm-hmm. by e so it's like think um it's like three like mini segments where they talk about the biggest news of pop culture of the day mm-hmm. and my dream is to be on the rundown because i think i would be a hell of a host like we're already great hosts here imagine if both of us could be on the rundown like we would kill it yes so e news please tag e news on like l- let us be on the rundown yeah let's make this happen please Back to the okay. the real issue at hand, Kim and Pete. I don't think they're going to last, but I'm happy that she's happy. So first of all, I've never been a fan of this couple. Um, I really thought it was a publicity stunt. But now with the like ongoing fo- photographs that I've been seeing, I don't know. I feel like she might dig him. They went on like a Valentine's Day date in New York. They're... I- I- Pete is out here getting flowers to Kim. I mean, to Chloe, her sister. Like, he's really trying to impress the family. Because I think this is the thing, okay? Like, Kim seems like a very, like, chill gal. But mm-hmm. she's always been in the limelight over the past several, if not decade of her life. She's been, um, you know, followed following, like, Kanye's, like, chaos, madness, and all, all the things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Again, nothing against Kanye. But I feel like he is just probably such a breath of fresh air for her because he's just so laid back. Like this man's literally 
he's literally always just super happy that he's from Long Island on SNL. Like he he doesn't have like too many cares in the world. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's probably like what Kim needs after such a stressful past two years. Yeah. She's I, he's also really funny. So maybe he adds comedic relief to her life. Yeah. Yeah, like nothing against Pete Davidson either. Like I'm sure he's a phenomenal guy, but I think we just hold came to such high standards mm-hmm. um, that I, I I don't know. And again, I, I mean, I also feel like Pete, I hold him to a high standard, but I don't know something about it. I just can't pinpoint like what it is that I don't really like about it. I am happy that she's happy, but I, this isn't going to last. Like it's yeah. just not. I don't ship it. Not at and all. The whole bi-coastal thing, like we saw it fail with my favorites, <laughs> Tasha and Zach. <laughs> um, and it failed, okay? It failed. And they're and they're like not average Joes, but they're a little bit more average Joes than like Kim and Pete. And Kim mm-hmm. and Pete both have their respective careers on the opposite sides of the country. And that just tends not to work. I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but it's just the reality of things. Yeah, I agree. So to conclude the segment, we just want to say Kanye. He needs professional help, but we have been entertained by him. People are yes. claiming that his Instagram was hacked, and then he did oh, the like it? yellow post-it note. Did you see that? No. Oh my god, it was hilarious. He's holding <laughs> up like a yellow um, notebook, and it's like my account was not hacked, and it's a photo <laughs> of him. <laughs> I can't with this man. Um, so he has been quite entertaining the past couple of days, and. In my person, Alexa is in favor of Kim and Pete because she wants her to live her life. But I say, end it immediately. <laughs> I I just want everyone to be happy and in peace. I want Kanye to be, um, you know, to be okay mentally, to c- continue giving us um, incredible fashion, uh, great music to those who listen to Kanye. And I want Kim to be happy and Pete to be happy. I just want everybody to be happy. Wow, you're so wholesome, dude. Sweet I Magnolia know. has really been doing something to you. <laughs> it really has. It really has. That being said, I think Kim deserves to be happy. And if this is what we have to deal with for the time being, then let it be. So mm-hmm. I vote yay. Yay for ye. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this main dish. We had a blast filming it. We didn't even anticipate to go this long, but here we are. Here we are, friendios. So this is what you get after. <laughs> okay, you need to you need to go to bed. All right, and cut. Okay, buddy, let's jump into desserts. Let's I wanted to get us started with um, wine and dine. Ooh, okay. We're starting with the complaints today. Of course. When are we not complaining? This is true. I have so many complaints that I want to say off the pod, but I have to keep it like PG here because you never know who's going to listen. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I guess my complaint is related to something that I talked about a few weeks ago. It's going to be the Winter Olympics. I know. Surprising to you guys who maybe like are aware of my love for the Olympics, but I have to say like they just haven't been as entertaining as I thought they were going to be. Hmm. Does this stem from the fact that USA is not winning as many gold medals as per like summer Olympics? Could that be it? Yeah. Um, very ethnocentric <laughs> of me. Um, but but um, that being said, it's just that 
we obviously dominate in like the summer Olympics because we're just so good. We have so many athletes and there's just so many more sports. And it's, I mean, yeah, in part it is because the U.S. isn't winning as much, but also just because I'm not very familiar with a lot of the sports in the Winter Olympics. Like there's like some crazy stuff. I watched, what was it? It was like Ski Big Air. And these people are like going down this super steep slope. They go up into the air, do some crazy stunt, like flip, flip, flip. And they land. It's bizarre. Okay. Like bizarre, like major props to these winter Olympians. But I just feel like I haven't felt like the awe that I normally feel with the summer Olympics. Also though, the Olympics are broadcasted in a lot of various different channels. And this is typically because over the summer, there's not a lot of sports going on, but over the winter where now we have basketball, we have hockey, we had football. So it wasn't broadcasted a lot. And I think the hype of the Super Bowl kind of minimized the importance of the Olympics. That being said, um, congrats to all the Americans who won Sean White, the only Olympian or Winter Olympian that most people know, placed in fourth. So that was very sad. Oh, I surprisingly um, have been really into the Winter Olympics. We've been watching wow. them religiously, despite my hesitancy in the beginning of the of the season, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's been good. I, I've I've been entertained by a lot of the different sports that I had no idea about, just like you, right? There's like the speed skater. She did so That's good. Crazy. Figure skating, the the flip with the like snowboarding that you had just mentioned. I was literally just watching that. So I I would have to say. I agree with you in the sense that like it's not as exciting as the Summer Olympics because we're not winning as many golds, but definitely worth watching. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's not to undermine like how cool like these individuals are. And like, I have major respect for, you know, their sport, but I think it's just also I watch it on this thing called the Olympic Channel and on there rather than playing like the whole event. They give you like highlights of the event. So they'll just be like, you know, um, said person is going down the slope and they end up winning the the race or whatever without like them actually showing them winning. It's like the broadcasting is weird. I think that's why. Oh. I, yeah, I don't know where you're watching it. Maybe it's just there. But yeah. Wait, but do you not have regular cable? I do have cable. I have direct TV. But um, what channel are you watching it on? I think it's just on NBC, dude. Oh, I'm watching it on, on that Olympic channel, but it's horrible. And then they're like, so it's like eight hours of Olympic like TV and they'll replay the same thing over and over again. But instead of showing me the whole event, they just show me highlights. And it's like, no, I want to see the whole event. I want to see people fall too. Yeah, you definitely need to switch over. I think it definitely um, impacts the, the experience. I know, but it sucks because like the events I wanted to watch, like the half pipe, fa- half pike um and then like figure skating i think like men's figure skating like they're done like i really want to see nathan um chen nathan chen yeah i hear he's like incredible so i only have to see like the highlights so it sucks but dang no that's not cool well one more thing that i wanted to bring up related to the olympics was um the russian figure skater oh i heard was she actually on drugs yes she tested (gasps) positive And I was just, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this. So don't come to me for your Olympic news, right? (laughs) But essentially what happened was she tested positive. The Russian Olympic Committee like suspended her. But then the Russian Olympic Committee um, 
diversity something a whole nother group right like fought in her favor and uh-huh. basically said that she is only 15 so she's a child so she doesn't know the effect of those drugs therefore she should still be able to participate and they're letting her compete no freaking way mm-hmm. that, oh that pisses me off because we I had know. that whole scandal in like the summer olympics where um what's her name had like smoked weed like weeks before and it was like ridiculous because it oh oh that's so annoying I'm I'm not even gonna get into it but that's so unnecessary because we saw that whole scandal where she didn't get to compete and this chick is like well she's 15 she's naive I don't care you're an Olympian you literally have like one rule like don't do drugs and you can't even follow that I know. I don't understand how they just like let this pass. It's either you let everybody do drugs or let no one do drugs. And I yeah. would hope for the latter. I literally don't care how old you are. Like, that's just ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. no, you should not let it fly. And and then for those of you guys who don't keep up with like um like the Olympics, so the like Russia itself isn't even allowed to compete. It's the Russian Olympic Committee committee because they already got in trouble for doping in the past so now you have the russian olympic committee that they're gonna have the russian olympic committee olympic committee (laughs) (laughs) anyways friend i got carried away with my complaint what's yours for the week no amazing complaint love that um my complaint for this week is new year's resolutions okay i've been pretty good right i Keeping up with like my four times a week exercising, keeping up with the three times a week of drinking soda, um, eating more vegetables, learning SQL. I've been doing quite quite the tasks, right? Uh-huh. Well, last week I completely just failed at everything. I didn't exercise not once. I drank soda with almost every meal. I just felt like it was very much a cheat week, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm complaining about myself because, dang, I really let myself go last week. Nonetheless, I'm not going to let that stop me from just, like, hopping right back into it. Yes, friend. I think it's okay to have cheat weeks, you know? And then also it was, like, Super Bowl week. Mm-hmm. So And a lot of people were celebrating Valentine's Day last week as yeah. well. So I feel like I that's totally... my Valentine's. What else? I, I was, like, actually very busy last week. Yeah, so I feel like letting yourself pass and it, like, Just take that as like the time that you just kind of let loose a little and just take this week to reorient yourself. Definitely. And I I also even ate, um, I I don't even know what the vegetable name is. It was like a zucchini or like a yellow thing, maybe like a squash. I have no idea. (laughs) Did I, did I really like it? Not really, but I forced myself because it was my New Year's. I wish they would have had other vegetables like, like broccolini or whatever, but that was the only option at the cafeteria today. So I'm out here eating vegetables I don't even like. So I'm very proud of myself. I'm very proud of you too. And all those people out there who know Brie, I hope you're proud of her too because this woman's diet used to literally just be pasta. Yeah. And now she's expanding. You're growing. We love it, friend. And I think you're fine. It's okay. I get it though because like I know what it's like to be so hard on yourself. We have to remind ourselves like, hey, it's okay. Yeah, you know what? I deserve that week off, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna slack her. I'm not gonna mess around. I know people want to see. People are preying on my downfall. My sister every week, she'd be asking me like, "How are your New Year's resolutions going?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, I slipped up last." And she's like, mm, "The judgment." <laughs> okay, I think that brings us to our next dessert, which is song slash show 
slash whatever of the moment. <laughs> Just anything that starts with S. Of the <laughs> yes. All right. What's yours? Ooh. Well, do I have things to chat about here? Okay. First Ooh. and foremost, I have to say that I got back on my TV grind. Um, I put the books down. I picked up the TV remote. So I love to see it. <laughs> um. So first and foremost, I have to give a big shout out. If any of you watch the show Sweet Magnolias on Netflix, season two came out recently. So it's like, long story short, it's like a very wholesome show about this town like in Southern America. And it's Mm -hmm. just like these three best friends and it's their life in this town um, named Serenity. And it's just, it's very like wholesome. Like it's just, it's wholesome. That's literally the best way I can describe it. It feels good. Yeah, feel good. They talk about the trials of tur- and tribulations of living in small town. I think it's South Carolina. Don't mm. quote me. Um, very good looking cast. Um, very diverse cast. If that's what you you love too, we we got it all. We have it all. But I like. It's not like the best show I've ever watched. But if you're like me and you don't like watching anything too heavy at night, this is a show for you because it's just like a little bit of drama, a little bit of sweetness. Um, but it's great. It's great. I recommend it to people. Uh, and season two is a lot better than season one so far. So woohoo for that. Speaking of like shows to watch before bed, have you dabbled into the love is blind season two? No, I haven't. And it's, it seems like it's right up my alley because it's reality TV. I hear it's trash TV. Um, but I just haven't because I've devoted most of my reality TV time to, uh, the bachelor. And mm-hmm. right now I don't have like a lot of space to take on more shows. And I have another show that I started watching. So that's why. But I hear I hear good things about it. Have you been watching it? No, but I definitely watched the first season and I was addicted. So I will get into it soon. Yeah, maybe I, I'm sure they're going to do many seasons. So I'll, maybe I'll hop on the bandwagon eventually. For sure. But, um, do you have any other shows yes. or songs? Yes, please, well, I, please. I know I have know. I have so many guys. Um, okay, so if you are a fan of Shonda Rhimes, who yes. is the creator of Grey's Anatomy, um, Scandal, Scandal, Scandal is her best. How to get away with murder? Oh my gosh! And ha- actually, that one's her best. They're all really great. Okay, like Shonda Rhimes is like a legend. She is incredible. She also produces Bridgerton. Like sh- this woman is phenomenal like you've watched one of her shows at one point in time like you have to so her most recent one is on netflix it's called inventing anna oh my god that was number one on trending and it caught my eye i didn't know she was even a part of it she is yeah she created it (gasps) i'm what the heck i log into netflix and it's like your monthly price is increasing to 1549 on march 3rd mother do you hear this (laughs) I don't pay for my Netflix account. I, my mom does. That's why I'm stressed for her. <laughs> um, but anyway, so basically the show is about um, this woman named Anna Delvey or Sorosky. She's a German socialite in New York. Uh, so if you love all that like fancy, like New York high-end lifestyle, this will be the show for you. Uh, and she is currently, she's going to go on trial for stealing like like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars from like hotels, businesses, anything you can think of. And she's like really conniving though. Like she's very smart. Um, mm-hmm. And it follows her, like her journey and like this reporter who's trying to 
you know, write up her story, but it's cool because I think one of the first like, opening statements of the show, so it, they don't actually, or I don't know if she says it in the first episode, but it's basically like everything in the show is real except the things that aren't. Oh. So it's like the whole like unreliable narrator, um, like kind of vibe. So if you like yeah. that, this is, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm only on episode two, so I can't speak on how the season progresses, but I'll um, catch you guys up sometime next week. But yeah, I think it's going to be really good. Is this a, um, a fictional show? So I thought it was based off of, um, based off a true story, but based off of like that statement that everything in the show is real, except the things that aren't, Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. It's a little bit tricky. When I saw the trailer, I was like, this is a documentary. Like it gave me documentary vibes. No, it's definitely not, but I could see it being true. (laughs) I'm sure it like exists in real life everywhere. Yeah, um, no, I have no idea. I mean, influencers now, not everybody, but some influencers are very smart at like just. Would you recommend watching this with Finn? Is it, Does it appeal to the male audience as well? So Jaime was not interested in watching this, but I feel like, <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess it just depends because you guys like a lot of shows like Ozark and um, what's the other one? Do you like Money Heist? I love Money Heist. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it could be his thing. You know, well, I guess I'll give him the opportunity to see whether he likes it or not. And then if not, I'll just take over. But for sure, I'm watching it. Yeah, I think every man's opinion of shows are it's very different. He won't watch Inventing Anna with me, but he watched Bling Empire with me. So I mean, I <laughs> don't know. That man makes no sense. I have no sense. I think you just got to catch him in the right mood. But anyway, enough about all my shows. What about you, friend? Do you have a show or song of the moment? Okay, so I have neither a show nor a song of the moment, but I okay. do have a podcast of the moment. Um, we love that. I've, I've listened to like four or five straight episodes of this podcast, and I'm digging it, and I would like to recommend it to you. Um, it's, a it's a very light podcast. It's about cults. And, oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But here's a couple. Some that I've listened to. Uh, first of all, the name of the podcast is called Sounds Like a Cult. Um, so one of the first episodes I heard was The Cult of the Bachelor and The Cult of Astrology. And the list goes on and on. One of their most popular is The Cult of Trader Joe's, which I'm currently listening to right now. And I think you might enjoy. Okay, I'm not going to lie. When you first said this, I was like judging. Not because <laughs> I don't find that cult. I, I find quotes cults very interesting, but I'm like. Oh, it sounds kind of dark to listen to, but now that you're that you're explaining it a little bit more, it does sound very interesting, especially the Trader Joe's one. But yeah, it is it is very casual, and I think what I just came to the realization was that um, you know the book that Brooke Michio read, where it was like cultish or something like that. I was actually going to bring that up. I was going to say, um, have you heard of that book? Yes, and so I I wanted to read it, and then coincidentally. One of the co-hosts of this podcast is the author of that book. So she knows so much about it and she's uh-huh. able to explain it in a really interesting way. Yeah, that actually sounds like a really good book. Um, but now that we have it in basically audio form for free, yeah, I'll definitely give it a listen and I'll let you know what I think. But I'm always looking for new podcasts, actually, because I'm kind of getting over the Bachelor podcast. Um, so I need one to fill its place. 
that's exactly how I felt as well. But yeah, that's that's it for me with song slash show slash podcast of the moment. Well, that was a great podcast. I mean, Bri and I talk about these things all the time, but I thought that a pop culture roundtable was the perfect way to end basically the month of February because by the time that our next episode goes up, it'll be March and then we'll be on to bigger, better things. But yeah. I would also like to point out that we give the people what they want, all right? I've had several, too, people tell me that they love our random rambles-esque episodes where we're just chatting it up, and I think we're really giving it to them. I feel like we really are. I think it's because, as you guys have probably seen with the progression of our podcast, like you have to find a balance between being very natural, but also not going off like course because you don't want it to just be like completely off tangent because I mean, you could totally do that in a conversation, but I think we're, we're nailing it, friend. We're getting to that point where we can randomly ramble yet stay on task. Yes. Go us. Go team. Anyway, that being said, guys, I hope you guys have a fantastic Thursday or whatever day that you're listening to this. Thank you guys so much for the support and we will see you guys or not see you guys. You will hear from us in March. Happy February. Bye, guys. Bye.